It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is sponsored by my books, Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story Kinda, as well as How to X Your Ex, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. And you can pick these books up at Amazon, Google Play, Apple Books, and Audible. I'll be forgetting y'all. <laughs> All right. Today's topic is losing friends because of growth. Now, adult friendships be hard, especially in girl world, especially for women. I don't know. You know, we don't talk enough about how men are really good at friendships. (laughs) And I think men are good at friendships because they are not as... I feel like their friendships aren't as emotionally driven as women's. So, like, logically, they can be friends with someone. And if they get into a rift, they just literally fight. (laughs) No emotions involved. They're just trying to get their egos intact. And then once the fight is over, they can literally dap each other up and move on. Like, it's not, like, that deep for them unless something crazy happens. But for females, like... Our friendships be ending over the dumbest thing. Like, oh, I didn't like her attitude. I don't like the way she said hey to me. Or, ooh, uh uh-uh, she been acting funny ever since she got her new man. I don't like that. It just be too much. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just a lot. And then, y'all know back in the day, I don't know if this is still going on. I hope it's not. But the whole... Like, women used to literally take a badge of honor for not having a lot of female friends. Like, the girl's like, yeah, I don't don't got a lot of female friends because female friends be messy and blah, 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 blah. Like, why was that? Who started that? It's just so ignorant to me. Like, it's because it's saying that you can't fellowship with the same sex because that means drama's involved. That doesn't always mean that. And this is speaking from somebody who I actually have been blessed to have a lot of friends. I've been blessed to have a lot of friendships from elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Like I'm 33 and I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of female friends too. So like the whole myth that there's something wrong with you if you have a lot of female friends or the whole, I don't know when that started, but I hope we can stop because that just don't even sound right because honestly... A lot of women that I talk to, especially women who are unhappy in their single season, a lot of them don't have friends. Like, they'll say, like, I don't have a lot of female friends or I don't have a lot of friends that I feel like I can confide in. And I feel like you feel lonelier if you're single plus you don't have a lot of friends because there's nobody to kind of, like, fill that space, fill that gap for you. You just feel like you're always alone and you don't really have nobody to relate to. So I feel like that's why a lot of women put so much emphasis on, oh my God, I'm single, I'm unhappy, blah, 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 because you're failing in your friendships. But 
that's one thing I'm good at friendships. <laughs> okay. But today I just want to talk about how losing friendships because of growth is a real thing, especially in your adult life, because everyone's story is different. Everyone's pace is different. Everyone's just story. I think I said story. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I haven't had my afternoon coffee, but, um, everyone's life is different. And I just don't want you to feel bad about it because it happens. Like even a person like me who I'm really good with relationship maintenance, period. So I'm, I'm like what you would, I'm what you would call a connector. Like I'm the girl who I pretty much know someone who can do like everything. Like if you like, I need a lawyer, I know a lawyer. I need a doctor. I know a doctor. I need a chiropractor. I know a chiropractor. You need a yoga instructor. I know a yoga instructor. Like my mental Rolodex, although my memory sucks, is really long because I'm good at relationship maintenance. Like I'm the girl, like, I don't really care if you text me first. Like, I don't care about that. I'm the friend that if I haven't heard from you in a while, I'll reach out. Hey, how you been? Everything good? You straight? Okay, cool. And I'll keep doing that. Like, I'm not... A lot of people do feel a way when they have friends who don't text them first, don't hit them up, and they take it personally. I've learned not to take it personally. Like, the only way I take it personally is if I reach out to you and you you have, like, a weird attitude or, like, you, you seem like you don't want to talk to me. But if I reach out to you and it's really on some, hey, just checking in, how's everything, how's life, everything good, whatever, whatever, and you respond to me, cool, I'll hit you up another month later and ask you the same thing because I truly am concerned. Like, I'm trying to keep this friendship going because when you're an adult, it's rare that you have a friend that you talk to every day. Especially, I'm I'm guessing, I'm not married or, with ki- or have kids, but I'm assuming that it's even worse when you are married and you have kids because so, you're so into your family. Like, your family is such a huge part of you. So the thought of having to, like, maintain friendships probably seems hard to you and I I get that so somebody like me I have friends who are married I have friends who are married with kids I don't take offense to them (laughs) like living their life I think as women we have to stop taking everything so personally because I think that in itself ruins a lot of friendships I wasn't even gonna talk about that but I guess some I think somebody needed to hear that I think somebody needed to hear just because that person doesn't have the time that they used to have for you. That doesn't mean that they don't love you the same. That doesn't mean they don't love you anymore. That doesn't mean that they don't want to be your friend. It could just mean that life is lifing and maybe you need to stop thinking so much about yourself and what you need and kind of try to lean into, oh, what, what they got going on. Maybe they had too much going on. Cause even me myself, like when I'm in my funk, I don't want to talk to a lot of people. (laughs) like when I'm going through something, especially like when I feel like my brain is cloudy and I'm trying to figure something out, I'm not going to be talking as much as I usually do. I'm not going to be reaching out. So stop taking everything so personally. I think women, if we were just to state how we feel about something and just really be able to put it on the table, non-judgmentally is the key. What I mean by non-judgmentally is if someone brings to you how they feel about something, even if it's something that you did, let them fully state what it is because that's their experience. If they're, for example, if they say, okay, Ash, I feel like 
when I give you, I feel like when I tell you something about my life, you immediately go into trying to give me advice or you immediately go into trying to fix it. And sometimes I don't want to be fixed. Sometimes I just want to vent. It's my responsibility to listen to that person to try to understand what their experience with me has been, not to judge what they're saying about me so I go into defense mode, but to fully listen to it and try to assess like, okay, is that something that I be doing? Dang, that is something that I be doing. I apologize. And to ask them, how can I move forward? How can I better make you feel safe in this space of our friendship where when you do come to me and I start doing it, can you just let me know, like, hey, you're doing it again? And I'll be like, oh, damn, my bad. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I think this whole, like, teach people how to treat you thing, a lot of the times it has a negative connotation, but it's not negative. You really do have to teach people how to treat you. Even in long-term friendships, like, we grow as people. Like, with some of my best friends, the way I move now isn't the way I moved four or five years ago. So they had to relearn how to treat me. And I can't take offense or expect them to read my mind on how to treat me in this new season of me. No, you have to teach them. So I just feel like women, we take too many things. Personally, we take too much offense and we need to stop doing that. Like, it's just too much. <laughs> I feel like I've been on a tangent, but I could talk for days just about friendships. But losing friends because of growth. I want to speak on that because... It's a thing that happens. And I feel like a lot of people can start to turn inward and blame themselves when they lose friends. But not all loss of friendships is a bad thing. I'm not saying it's necessarily a good thing, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing because many times we outgrow people, but that's fine because if you just allow that space to be empty, God can send someone else to fill that space. You know what I mean? Like, stop trying to cling on to things where you know, like, are slipping away. Sometimes just let them go. Just let it go. I've lost friends. I've lost really close friends. Like, I've lost, like, my best friends. And in ways where I still don't understand why. And it did hurt. Listen, grieving of the loss of a friendship is worse than grieving the loss of a relationship relationship because I can replace these dusty Negroes, <laughs> but it's harder to replace a really, really good friend. So I totally understand that. But like outgrowing people isn't always a bad thing. So I feel like if you think about it, when you grow up as a person, if you have friends that y'all cultivated a friendship because y'all used to go out all the time, right? Well, when you, grow up and then you you decide like dang I don't even want to be out like that no more and so you try to invite them but they don't really want to you know go you try to invite them to more chill places but they don't really want to go to the more chill places it's kind of like dang is this friendship something I want to continue in could be could be not <laughs> you may just reposition them in your life you know what I mean? I've lost friendships where I literally have no clue what I've done to this person they just stopped talking to me and like, sometimes those are the worst because you're kind of like, hello, person that I didn't do anything to. I know I didn't do anything to you in my mind, but I feel like we're grown enough for you to tell me if I did something to you, can you let me know? And if they don't respond, like, 
what can I do? So <laughs> it's like, as a person that's more mature, I don't know. I'm, I'm just learning to just release and let go so that I can receive more because I think for me, I live in a way where I know, I know, like, I know I know how to make a friend. Like, I expect to make friends. <laughs> like, I, I can walk outside today and make a friend. Like, so I don't get just bent out of shape and feeling like, oh, my circle got to be small or whatever. Some people don't want a small circle. I don't want, I'm sorry, I don't want a small circle. I don't. I want a, a circle of, of people because I realize in life you can't get anywhere by yourself. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with people. So for me, I'm constantly... Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Looking for ways to cultivate relationships. And like, no, not everyone's like a best friend. Not everyone's a friend. Some people are associates. Some people are people you know. Some people, my homegirls, my homeboys, they may not be like my friend friends. But listen, it's still cultivate relationships. So I think we we have to stop like... We have to stop overthinking this thing, especially as women. And I feel like I'm all over the place, but I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sometimes you do, like, losing friends because of growth, it, it's, it's sucky. But it's inevitable. Sadly, it's inevitable. Because you're not going to stay the same. And if you stay the same, I, I think you're lying. Like, if you... Can If you tell me that you're still the same person that you were five years ago, I feel like you're lying. You're trying to stay that person, but you're not. Like, something is going on. Because <laughs> there is no way. Especially after dealing with 2020. There is absolutely no way. But what can you do when you lose a friendship because of growth? Now, one, I'll always say to grieve the relationship. So, when you lose anything, you have a grieving process. That's a process where... You know, what do they say? The seven stages of grief, um, denial, anger. It's Y'all go look them up because I don't know them off the top of my head. But definitely grieve it. Don't make it seem like you okay. Don't make it seem like, because you know how some, you know how we are. Oh, I ain't need her. No way. You be trying to create, you know, scenarios to make yourself more mad and accept it. Like, well, she wasn't doing this. She wasn't even a good friend. Listen, when I lose friendships, I never try to make it seem like, that person wasn't valuable in my life in the ways that they were valuable. Because even if they were low down and dirty <laughs> at the end of the friendship, if that's what happened, if something crazy occurred, like I'm not going to deny that they were good at some point. So I try to refrain from throwing salt on them or, you know, just really acting like they were just this completely a hundred percent horrible person because why was I friends with them? So I just grieved the relationship I don't throw salt on their name. I just, it is what it is. It's over. You know, if I don't have closure from it, that's fine. I just have to grieve it and just let it go and just understand like they're just not a part of my journey anymore. And that is fine. I still wish you the best from a distance, but that's just fine. <laughs> like it's okay to 
try not to develop a bitter heart. Like, try not to be bitter and guarded. Because too many times I see women, especially when you lose, when a friend crosses you or you lose a friend, like, and you don't know why or, or you lose a friend just out of nowhere, you instantly get guarded. You're like, I don't want to have friends no more. I'm going to just lean into my work or I'm just not going to go out. I'm not going to try to make friends. Don't do that. Like, not everyone's the same. Stuff happens sometimes. Like, it's unexplainable sometimes, but don't go into that bitter mode because has, um, what is it? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We need to belong somewhere. We, we need, like we humanly have a sense of belonging that needs to be filled. So you need friendships. Like you need something separate from your family life, something separate from your work life, something separate from your kids or your relationship. You need that space. So it's okay to want that space. That's number three. It's okay to want friends, people, okay? Look, lean in, come closer. It's okay to want friends. It's okay to want female friendships. It's okay to be sad because you don't have friends. That's okay. We have a sense of belonging. Don't let this individualistic society tell you there's something wrong with you because you want friends. Ain't nothing wrong with you. (laughs) You're human. I would think that would be something wrong with you if you genuinely don't want friends, but typically that is a lie. No, it's okay, (laughs) you know? And when you lose friends because of growth, don't always look at it as a bad thing because growth is good. (laughs) Like, growth is okay. Like, and not all of those friendships are lost. Some of them are just distance. They're a little strained. Like, I know for me as a woman who is single with no kids, no husband, no family, like, um, I'm not, I don't, my friends who are married and stuff, I don't talk to them as much. I'm more related to the ones who are kind of in the same boat. And sometimes that that's just okay. Like sometimes you, you're going to be closer to the people who are kind of going through the same season as you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you don't have to cut off a friendship just because, oh, now I'm married and she's not like, no, You can get another friend who is more in alignment with your season. You don't have to push that other person away. But sometimes you will kind of grow closer to that person who is in your season. But again, it doesn't mean cut everybody off. (laughs) Like, please don't do that. I want to talk to you ladies who are newly in a relationship. Um, I get it. I know when we get our man, especially out here, these streets is, is dirty and raggedy. When you get your new dude. You want to lean into him. You want to be all over him. You kind of forget your friends a little bit. Listen, I need y'all to stop doing that. I need, (laughs) I give y'all a one to three month period to really be into that relationship. But I need y'all to come on back (laughs) after them three months. Like, cause you really do need balance. And honestly, I've seen too many women lose themselves in a relationship and that relationship done took so much from them because they didn't learn balance in the beginning. I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of getting into a relationship and being so into this guy that I lost my focus on my career goals and on my fitness goals and my friendships. Like I'm, they invite me out. I'm like, no, nah, I'm over here. I'm over here. Like I get it. The first three months, that honeymoon stage, cool, cool, cool. But try not to lose yourself in it. Like still get you a little calendar so you can have balance because you don't want to lose yourself in anything. Like 
too much of anything can can be a bad thing. So I just want to touch on that as well. But how does one gain friendships when they feel like they've been losing friends because of growth? Get out there. Try new things. Like, what do you like to do? Go find or go do the thing you like to do and just spark up conversations with people who like to do the things you like to do. (laughs) It's, It's pretty simple. Like, I remember I have a friend that I met at a blogging meetup. It was bloggers who were meeting up and I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. I met like two or three girls. No, dang. I really met like two. Now I'm thinking about it. I met like three, four girls there that I actually still have a friendship with and they are dope women. So when I'm thinking about chasing dreams and stuff, like I can reach out to them because they're creatives as well. So they understand me or like even my neighbors. Like when I'm walking around the community, I'm out, I have a dog. So I'm smiling. I'm saying, Hey to people, this chick, I was just talking to her at the mailbox. Cause she's telling me her dog and our dog look alike and how she takes her dog to a doggy daycare and all this stuff like that. But that could have been a friendship, <laughs> like something that developed. Or when you go to events, weddings and stuff, if you end up going by yourself, just spark a conversation with the chick next to you. Like it's not that hard. I think we kind of overcomplicate it. Just, Think of it like in your everyday, like you don't have to be forced. And there's so many events that go on in Atlanta, boy, <laughs> like if you live here, like if you live in Atlanta, I don't understand because there's so many things, but go on the website meetup and just meet some people like go on like trails and bike rides and things of that nature with groups of people you don't know, like you never know. And I really want to start having events for like my audience, period, because I know like when I've had events in the past, I've literally had women come up to me afterwards and was saying, thank you for having this event because I just moved here and I don't have a lot of friends and I'm just trying to meet people. Like it's more people out there like you than you realize. So don't look at it as a bad thing when you're losing people because of growth, because growth isn't bad. And like, don't go into that mode. I don't know what it's been lately, but I've been noticing this pattern of like, when people are trying, when people feel bad about themselves or bad about certain situations or aspects of, of their life, instead of finding encouragement, they kind of find a negative way of rationalizing. What do I mean by that? So there is this thing going viral and this chick, and she's talking about how when she goes out with her single friends, I mean, her um friends who are prettier, she said prettier than her. I think that's what she said, but she was saying that men are, they never approach her when she's out with these friends. And a lot of people are responding like, well, you know, men, they only approach women who look easy or they only approach this person or that person. And I'm kind of like, what are you talking about? People have preferences. Like if I see a group of guys, one is like chubby, one is short, one is tall with muscles and then one is scrawny, I'm going for a tall with muscles because that's my preference. <laughs> like, And I, I feel like we have to understand that we're just not for everybody. And it's okay not to be for everybody. I don't want to be for everybody because I don't want everybody talking to me. Um, And I understand that not everybody's for me, but I, I keep seeing this like narrative of, even in relationships, like when people when singles are trying to feel better about being single, instead of just being like, you know, my time is coming. Let me be happy for these other people. A lot of people will be like, oh, they posting all these 
relationship. That's why they, they divorcing. And like, why does it have to be a negative rationalization to make yourself feel better? Why can't you just feel better by appreciating where you are, being grateful, understanding that your time is coming, understanding that you're not for everybody and that's okay. And just being content with that. Like, why I got to be something negative? I know it's not just me. It just really annoys and irks my soul. But um, <laughs> growth isn't, you know, always a bad thing. And I don't even know where I was going with that. But I just wanted to say that because it's really annoying me. Like, why, why I got to be negative? Oh, that's what I was saying. Growth isn't a bad thing. Like, if you outgrow somebody, don't be, you know, yeah, I grew them because I'm better than... No, that don't mean you better than nobody because you outgrew... Uh, part of your life or a season of your life because your season is just different it has nothing to do with better or worse it's just different like I have friends who we outgrew each other but they're doing well I'm doing well and we good and from afar I'm still rooting for th for them like I still be like hey you're doing great I love to see it I'm proud of you you know what I mean so it doesn't mean you're better than them it doesn't mean that they're worse than you don't stop wishing ill upon their name you don't get blessed like that <laughs> like, like no but I'm just I know I just rambled and just said a whole bunch about you know friends but I just know friendships be hard um female friendships be hard so y'all let me know um <laughs> how y'all friendships are and if y'all can relate to this I know I said a lot but hopefully it helps somebody bye Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.